Welcome to Silly History. I'm Matt Pekarski. I love funny stories, especially when they come from real life. I've compiled a long list of true tales that made me laugh, and now I want to share them with you. There's a lot of crazy stuff historical figures did or said, and yet we've never heard about them. History class would have been a lot more interesting with some of these sprinkled in here and there. Not that I ever disliked learning history. Hopefully there's at least a couple of yarns you haven't heard before. Let's hear one now. The first transcontinental railroad in North America was constructed between 1863 and 1869, stretching 1,911 miles from Council Bluffs, Iowa, all the way to Oakland Long Wharf on San Francisco Bay. Three private railroad companies teamed up to build the monumental line, the Western Pacific, Central Pacific, and Union Pacific Railroad Companies. The Union Pacific built the majority of the railway, running over a thousand miles of track from Council Bluffs to Promontory Summit in Utah. The Central Pacific picked up from there and ran 690 miles of track to Sacramento, California, with the Western Pacific completing the final 132 miles to Oakland. Completion of the Transcontinental Railroad made cross-country traveling cheap, fast, and cushy in comparison to horseback or coach standards. More people began to travel to see other parts of the country especially to experience the legendary Wild West most read about in dime novels. Passengers riding in the Overland Limited always made a pit stop at the station in Palisade, Nevada. Over time, the mining town became notorious for its history of violence as passengers shared their experiences. For some, part of the journey westward was to witness the rampant lawlessness of the town for themselves. As the Overland Limited slowly ground to a halt, People stared out the coach's windows to catch a first glimpse of a bank robbery or saloon shooting. Once the train was at a full stop at the station, passengers would exit the rail car to stretch their joints, grab a bite to eat at the station lunchroom, or knock back a few drinks at the local saloon, hoping they wouldn't run into too much trouble as they sat with their first or second beer in hand. Frank West was leaning on the corral fence adjacent to the station when the train rolled in. As the passengers exited the coach, a man dressed to the nines named Alvin Kittleby stormed toward Frank. The passengers intently watched as Alvin stopped several feet in front of Frank. There you are, you low-down polecat, Alvin spat. I've been waiting for you. I'm gonna kill you for what you done to my poor little sister. The passengers gasped. Were they really about to witness what they believed would come next? Frank said nothing. He just smirked. A cheap, smug, ornery smirk. In one fluid motion, he reached for his six-shooter, cocked the hammer backward, took aim at Alvin, and pulled the trigger. The crack of the gun firing made the group of travelers jump all at once. Alvin clutched his chest and his legs gave out as he cried out in pain, exhaling his final breath a moment later. The local women screamed and fainted while the men ran for cover. The men who didn't hide, quietly and cautiously, approached Alvin's lifeless body, picked it up, and carried him to the nearby saloon. That was enough excitement for this group of passengers. Quickly, they piled back into the train and rolled away. A different group of passengers didn't even leave the station platform as they watched in horror and intrigue. A band of local Native Americans raid the town, scalping and murdering the locals that crossed their path. Another group had first-row seats to a classic Western hanging. Others witnessed a bank robbery, where the thieves galloped right past the train station, killing employees as they attempted to escape. 
Some of the passengers later remembered diving under the rail cars to avoid getting shot. For a few years, Palisade was considered one of the most violent places in the U.S. It was the quintessential Wild West town, featuring more killings, robberies, and rivers of blood than anywhere else. But the town had also one of the biggest inside jokes ever. It was all a hoax. Truth be told, it was a quiet town, where everyone pretty much got along with everyone else, including the loco Shoshone tribe. They didn't even have a sheriff. The community was a humble way station for the railroad, with the Overland Limited making its pit stops to refuel and allow its living occupants to escape its cramped compartments for a moment or two. But then someone heard a passenger grumbling with disappointment. They expected the lively, unpredictable, and perhaps dangerous town of the American West they had often read about. And as the train lurched away from the station, the passengers sat slumped in their booth. It occurred to the townspeople that they had a unique opportunity for a lucrative practical joke. Just like the Wild West theme parks of today, they could stage mock gunfights, bank robberies, hangings, and saloon brawls for the people traveling through. And since they were looking to experience the authentic American West, the town agreed to never tell anyone that it was all a farce. They even got the railroad employees and Shoshone tribe to jump in on the fun. In addition to using blank cartridges during the shootouts, they used real blood from the nearby slaughterhouse for all of the gunshot and scalp wounds they would incur. Not a single passenger ever reported to figuring out the charade. Not even when the dead, who were carried into the saloon, miraculously stepped back outside with a drink in hand. Unbeknownst to the travelers, Palisade's little joke financially supported the town for a few years in tourist revenue. The town thrived for many more years thanks to the train hub, but its foundation was still rooted in mining. And as the industry began to fade, so did the community. Now it's merely a ghost town, with an unforgettable story keeping its memory alive. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, give it a 5-star rating, and share with not one but two of your friends. If I haven't told your favorite silly story from history, send me an email at nightowlbroadcasting at gmail.com. Subject, Silly History Story. This is a Night Owl production and made possible thanks to donations by you, the listener.